Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauley on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. On a Wednesday night, we welcome you in. It's time for another Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Great to have you with us, as always. You can get connected to the program in multiple ways. You can call, you can text, you can tweet. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. Or you can just tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Although, the last time I checked, Twitter was not working. And it doesn't appear to... I guess it may be back. All right. You can tweet at me. No guarantee that I will see what you tweet at me today as Twitter has been up and down. But you can always text me at uh, 314-436-7900. We've got a lot coming up on the program this evening. A couple guests this hour. We'll talk with Scott Miller in about 10 minutes, national baseball writer. We'll get his thoughts on what's going on in the baseball playoffs. An update on that, by the way. The Phillies now lead the Braves by a 7-1 score. They are through five innings in that contest. So if the Phillies do hold on, they would take a 2-1 series lead. Astros twins just underway. No score top of the first. That series Houston leads 2-1. Dodgers at Diamondbacks later on this evening. And the Diamondbacks lead that series 2-0 with that series shifting to Arizona. So Scott Miller's going to join us. And then uh, later on this hour, we'll also talk with uh, Bob Ramsey. We'll talk Cardinals baseball with him. We'll also talk Slew Billikens basketball with him. The Billikens season right around the corner. Of course, KMOX is your home for the Billikens. And we'll talk with Rammer coming up later on this hour. We'll do some college football next hour. And we'll do some St. Louis Blues hockey next hour as well. Here's something that uh, I would ask of you if you want to get involved in the program. At about 7.35, so in about an hour and 25 minutes, we are going to spend a lot of time talking about the Blues. I've, um, I've had text conversations with friends today, and I th- there were some interesting comments made by Doug Armstrong today. He did a media conference, and probably the most notable thing that he said was they, they, they realized that they may not be a top-tier team in the division that they may not be Colorado, that they may not be Dallas, but that the goal can be being the third-place team in the division. And I think some people might might kind of balk at the idea of shooting for third place. I don't. I think there's a lot of honesty. I like I like honest comments. Like the other day when, um, when Jerry DePoto, the Seattle baseball operations director, said the goal, the long-term goal is to win 54% of your games. 
I, on, at the surface level, that looked really bad. In fact, a day later, he actually said that he was kind of embarrassed about those way the, the comments were they came across. He shouldn't have said it that way. I appreciated it, and because sometimes you got to dig a little bit further than just the surface level. Surface level, winning fifty four percent of your games doesn't sound good. You dig deeper, look at how many teams have won fifty four percent of their games over the last ten years. And you see a lot of really good teams. And you see teams that tend to win championships. So 54% is a key number. So I had no problem, no problem when Depoto said that. So I got no problem when, when Armstrong says they're kind of shooting for third place in the division. They know who they are. There's not Stanley Cup expectations for this team this year. They're still in salary cap hell. They still need some big salaries to come off the books for them to be able to revamp the roster the way they would like to. So... If this is kind of that segue year going from an incredible disappointment last year to getting out of salary cap hell and really being able to put the kind of roster that you want on the ice for next year, then what's this year? And this year can be a year where they overachieve. This year can be a year where they bounce back. This year can be a year where they make it to the playoffs. And I think there's an accomplishment in all of that. We talk about it a lot with the Cardinals and just the idea of being a playoff team as being an accomplishment. And I think it is an accomplishment. It's an accomplishment to win your division. It's an accomplishment to make it in the playoffs. One of the things that can frustrate me is when people take an all or nothing approach. If the Cardinals go win the division and don't go deep in the playoffs, let's say they win the division It's like, let's take last year's scenario. They win the division, but they beat the Phillies in that wildcard round, and then they lose in the NLDS. Let's go to that that, that scenario, that hypothetical scenario. There's going to be a lot of people that say it was a failed year because they didn't go on a long playoff run, because they didn't get to a championship series, because they didn't get to a World Series. And I have no problem with holding teams to a high standard. When there are championship expectations, hold them to a championship standard. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, if they don't meet the championship standard, it doesn't mean it was a 100% complete failure and you just throw away everything that was accomplished. There is an accomplishment in being a playoff team. There is an accomplishment in winning a division and things like that. So let's apply that to, to the Blues this year. There aren't championship aspirations. And on the surface level, you hear the guy who's putting together the roster, say kind of the the high end of what they would want to accomplish this year is being a third-place team. There's going to be people out there that push back on that and say the the hope should always be a championship year. You should never be aspiring for anything less than the top. And this is where I come back to saying I like honesty. I like candor. I like being in touch with the truth. And this could be a really fun really entertaining season for the St. Louis Blues that is likely to not end with them hoisting Lord Stanley's Cup, but that things can still be accomplished. So we will certainly uh, get more into that coming up. So this is what I want from you. This is what I want from you. And we will uh, give you an option to call in at 735. If you don't want to call in, would love for you to text me or tweet me. If you want to text, it's 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. That's how you text. Or if you want to tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, tell me what your expectations are for the Blues this year. What you expect from them. And maybe it's not even 
you expect them to win or lose, or you expect them to be a playoff team or not be a playoff team. Maybe it's about the way they play the game. Maybe it's something else. What are your expectations for the St. Louis Blues where it's that line of this means it's a good season, and if you don't cross this line, it's a bad season? I want to hear your thoughts on that. Again, easiest way right now, and we'll get into this at 735, but welcome in your text messages and tweets. You can text 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, and we'll read some of those coming up in that 735 segment. When we return, we are going to be joined by Scott Miller. We'll talk playoff baseball with him. He's up next. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. And we talked about this yesterday on the program. Nola is one of the guys that the Cardinals are reportedly very, very much interested in. And all he's, maybe you shouldn't be happy that he's pitching the way he's pitching right now in the playoffs because he's got a .71 ERA in the playoffs. He is still responsible for a runner that is on in the sixth inning, uh, so that could go up a little bit uh, if, they, if, that, if Atlanta scores this run in the sixth before the uh, inning ends up coming to an end. But Nola, Sonny Gray, those are the guys that we keep hearing connected uh, to the Cardinals. And when I say connected, like maybe that's too strong of a word. When you hear connected, it's more about the names that we keep hearing uh, from the people who are reporting it, who are very connected in. Those are the names we keep hearing that the Cardinals would be interested in. And if you can throw a Nola and a Gray at the top of the rotation, you know what? That's a that's a pretty good, solid start. I, I'd be curious. I, people are naturally cynical people, right? People are very cynical. That just tends to be the way people operate through their lives. Right now, when we hear from John Mosellock, when we hear from Bill DeWitt III, that the Cardinals are going to increase payroll, they're going to increase their payroll rankings, they're interested in bringing in, you know, pitching, pitching, pitching. We hear all those things. And there's a lot of people who are incredibly skeptical Skeptical and cynical about it. 
If you look on social media, it's a whole lot of, well, we've heard this before and it never really happens. And I don't know. I like people talk about last year. They made the Wilson Contreras move. They talked about increasing payroll even more. I, I can admit that it, it didn't happen last year, but I also didn't think that they were quite as strong in what they were saying last year. What I'd be curious about, let's if we go to a hypothetical situation where the Cardinals do in a big way follow through in these things that they're saying. If next year on opening day, Aaron Nola is pitching for the Cardinals, and on the second game of the season, uh, Sonny Gray is pitching for the Cardinals, and then there's another well-established big league pitcher who's their, their, their number three starter, and they go sign couple guys to five-year, $150 million type contracts. The cynicism that we see right now, is it going to go away? Will, will credit be given? Because I, I, And I do say this, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I think that the Cardinals had very much painted themselves into a corner. We talked about this with Derek Gould the other day. They have put themselves into a corner where – if they don't take a couple, no pun intended, home run swings and get some high-end pitching, if that doesn't happen, if the results are lackluster on what they did this offseason, if, if they just can't follow through with what they're saying they want to do right now, if none of that ends up happening, well, they'll be called on it. And in and, and this little corner of our radio world, we'll call them on it. We'll, we'll say that, you know, for the expectations that were placed upon this team's offseason, for them to only do this, this, and this, they did not meet the, um, the pomp and circumstance that you thought was going to exist uh, based off the comments that were made going into uh, going into the offseason. So I'm not going to shy away from that. But on the other side of it, if they do come through in a big way, are the cynics out there going to – take a step back and give credit where credit's due. And I don't know. And that's this is where, and I, I'm as guilty as anybody out there, this is where spending time on social media skews your view of the world. And, look, I, I love the people that I interact with on social media for the most part, not, not 100%. I love the people who call into this show and call into the extra inning show after Cardinal games, even if you disagree with me, even if what I think you're saying is completely wrong, sometimes you can be completely wrong, but I can at the very least kind of understand how you got to the place that you're coming from. And I, I appreciate that. But sometimes we get lost in this world that we think the, the overall sentiment of people on social media the feelings that are being expressed from phone calls and, and text messages that come into a program like this, that they represent the overall fan base. And I have learned over the years, not just in St. Louis, but in other markets that I've worked in, I've learned over the years that that is a, that is a dangerous place to go where we treat the views and messages you see on social media as being a majority thought. Just because it's the loudest thought doesn't mean it's a majority thought. So I'll sit here and I'll see all these messages, all these tweets, everything else out there on social media, 
And sometimes I have to take that step back and go, you know what? The, the vast majority of the fan base actually doesn't feel this way. The vast, the, we might see just the cynics on social media. And if I were a betting person, I would bet that it really doesn't matter what the Cardinals do this offseason. The people who are cynical right now about what the Cardinals might do this offseason, it doesn't matter what the team does. They are going to continue. They are going to continue to be cynical moving forward. It, it, it just so you can't even try to appease those people because they've got they've got their feelings, they've got their beliefs, and sometimes raw hard facts doesn't matter. Just just get them out of here. It doesn't even matter what the truth might actually be. And but I am going to be curious. I, I think the Cardinals are going to make big moves this offseason. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong on things before. Matt Pajeski just reminded me during the uh, commercial break how wrong I was on my prediction about the uh, see how the season was going to go this year, and I'll wear it. I wasn't the only one. I'll sit here and tell you over and over that I was completely wrong. Maybe I'm wrong on this one. Maybe I don't think they're going to going to uh, completely follow through on all the things that are being said right now. But that does bring back the question: Then why say it? Why say it? Nobody in a position of power, nobody who has the ear of you know millions of people say things without having some purpose to it. You can't tell me that when John Mozalock schedules a media session that there aren't some talking points, that there aren't some narratives that he wants to push forward, that he's not that he hasn't thought through a little bit. He knows what questions are coming. He's a smart guy. We we know the storylines, we know the narratives, we know what's happening. We know all these things. So everything that is said is said with some with, with an intention to it. And I just I continue to say over and over and again, if I'm wrong come February, I'm wrong on February and I'll tell you. But I just don't see what the benefit would be for them to be as loud as they have been about what they want to do this offseason and it coming from so many different parts of the organization. Oliver Marmel at the end of the saying, saying we have to fix it. John Mozeliak, pitching, pitching, pitching. We talked yesterday about the comments made by Bill DeWitt III in the St. Louis Business Journal and talking about not just increasing payroll, but moving up the payroll rankings, which that's a lot more significant. I talked about it yesterday. That, that's the significant comment of everything that has been said, of everything that has been said publicly by people in leadership positions with the St. Louis Cardinals, the most notable, the most interesting thing that has been said was the idea that the team wants to move up payroll rankings. That doesn't mean they just want to go spend more money. You can go spend more money but lose, go down in the payroll rankings because other teams are spending more, more money than you. But the Cardinals are talking about moving up the payroll rankings. For them to do that, it is going to take some major expenditures this offseason. And there is no reason, there is no reason to publicly say that that's the plan, that that's what you are going to do, unless you're actually going to do it. So that's where I continue to sit. I'm not a cynic generally about some things I am. But I, I just look at this from a very from a business standpoint, from a how to run your operation standpoint. The team, they could have said other things. And 
not been put in a position where if they don't follow through this offseason that you can run a quote and say, you see, this was a lie. Well, now they're in that spot. Now they've said what they've said, and they've put them in a spot where they really, really, really have to get um, have to get the job done this offseason. All right, we're going to circle back to the Cardinals uh, later on. There's something to learn about the Cardinals from the Texas Rangers because the Rangers had an atrocious season last year, and now they're the first team to punch a ticket to the championship series. What can the Cardinals learn from the Texas Rangers? We'll get into that coming up uh, later on in the program. But up next, we'll be joined by Bob Ramsey. We'll talk some Cardinals baseball with him. We'll talk Slew Bilkins basketball with him as well. It's uh, basketball season right around the corner. It's a great bar sports open line on KMOX. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is Billigan's Basketball on KMOX. Cross court, Kimmerson, NBA 3. Bang, he got it. Bill's back on top. We're going to be hearing a lot of that coming up not too long from now, right here on KMOX. Slew will play a couple uh, exhibition games towards the end of October, and then they open up their season on Monday, November 6th against Southern Indiana, and we'll have all those games for you right here on KMOX. We are very happy to welcome on to the program. He is the voice of the St. Louis University Billikens. He's also part of the team at Klabes Online, talking Cardinals baseball just about uh, every day during the season. He is uh, Bob Ramsey. Rammer, it's always good to talk to you. Appreciate you taking some time with us today. How you doing, Matt Pauly? It's good to hear your voice. It is uh, better to hear yours, and uh, we'll get into slew basketball in just a second, but let's start a little bit with, with Cardinals baseball. And I think the big question that people have right now, we are hearing all the right things being said by the Cardinals, whether it's Bill DeWitt third, whether it's John Mozeliak, whether it's Oliver Marmel, really making it seem like they are ready to spend money and bring in high-end pitching for next year. Do you believe that that's going to happen? Okay, if I'm going to bet, I'm going to, you know, how everybody talks betting these days. So I'm going to, I'm going to set, um, I'm going to set the lines at one free agent American starter, one free agent Japanese starter, and trade for one more pitcher. I that, that's I'm setting it right there. That's what I. That's now. You can say more, you can say less, but I think that's what they'll do. Um, I think that's what they're going to really effort and go for, Matt. I think that um, could you end up with signing one uh, top flight free agent, a reliever, and uh, uh, maybe a middle of the rotation pitcher? Yeah, but I think fans would be disappointed in that. The thing I don't understand, maybe understands the wrong word, but the, the, the thing that I keep processing is – there's no reason for them to paint themselves into this corner being so out loud about what they want to do unless they're actually going to follow through with it. There's so many other things they could say instead of what they are saying. So I don't know how you say what they're saying and then not come up with some pretty big acquisitions. 
Well, yeah, they put the pressure on themselves. You're 100% right. And I would always caution uh, the Cardinals or, or anybody in the public eye like that, that, that whose jobs are under scrutiny every day to don't make declarations, bold or otherwise. Just do what you do. Hey, yeah, we know we need pitching. We're going to get to work. Okay, we in the media don't like that. It's pretty milk toast, but you don't you don't trap yourself that way. And so, but the pressure's on, and I don't think John was. In fact, I know he's not afraid of pressure. Neither is Mister Dewitt. So we'll uh, um, they put it on themselves, and so we'll start hearing about things in uh, what another month probably. Yeah, not that long. A week after uh, the World Series is when free agency officially opens up. What a what have you uh, taken away from, from the postseason? There's been some interesting things that have happened. There have been some not-so-interesting things happening. I'm, I've been very intrigued by this Braves-Phillies series. Right now, the Phillies are up 8-2, uh, that game in the sixth inning. So as you watch the playoffs, and maybe when you put it to a cardinal spin, is there anything you've taken away from it? You know, um, well, if you want to be a seller's remorse kind of deal, which is not productive, and will only make you bitter. So that's what makes us fans, right? So perfect. Um, I think uh, every time you see uh, Odalis Garcia crush a ball, you're going, oh. And he plays a decent right field, you're going, oh. But people got to remember, he wasn't a big hit with the Rangers when they picked him up either at first. He was just a late bloomer, and you really can't blame anybody. Yet as fans, we can all still be upset by it, right? Yeah, absolutely. We don't have to be logical. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the other thing is, there, there. I, I hear rumblings, a lot of rumblings, by the way. Baseball's got to change the format and um, uh, of the playoffs, and that you know the top teams um, aren't rolling through, and uh, it, it's not good. Well, I just blatantly disagree with that. Yeah, the brackets, the bracket. If you if you only want the Dodgers to play the Braves, well then just set the just be a matchmaker and set that up and leave the rest of us alone. But um, to sort of rig it for the teams you want for TV ratings, that's just wrong. And 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 I'm not for that. I just go win games. I don't don't like it. Play better. The, the you. Yeah. I, I, I the trying to find excuses for teams losing. Just play better. I, I don't. I don't yep. go down that path. You're kind of for a young guy. You're pretty old school. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know. I just. I don't like people who make excuses and not being forced to play for a few days while other teams are playing and then complaining about it. That's weak to me. And by the way, while we're talking baseball, you buried the lead. Matt Pauley, Cardinal broadcaster, was absolutely terrific. So happy for you. I've known you since you were a kid. And um, for you to pursue your dream and get a shot, I'm really happy for you. And you did do a terrific job. Oh, that's really nice of you to say, Rammer. That's, uh, I'm getting chills just hearing those. As you being a guy who did Cardinal games and me listening and watching growing up, for those words to come out of your mouth, that you don't know what that means to me right now. Well, and you also paid your dues. And that's another thing that sometimes get lost gets lost in every business in America these days. You paid your dues. So enough about yeah. you. Let's move on. All right, let's jump into uh, <laughs> SLU basketball. I, you're you're going to have a better idea of this than me for sure. I have no clue how to 
how to grasp this season. There's obviously some some names coming back. There's some size being brought in, exciting players being brought in, coming off a somewhat disappointing year last year, but at the same time, it wasn't a bad year last year. I feel like people yeah. say it was a bad year. It wasn't a bad year. It was just a little nope. bit disappointing. I just I don't know how to evaluate this Billikens team going into the season, so that's why we've got you here. There are so many unknowns, and by the way, I'm right there with you. I take pride every year for the last 37 years on – Picking the team, picking what the team's going to do, and I'm usually with a, within a game or two of the win total. And some years I've, I've gotten it right on the number. Last year I was so far off, I'm out of that business. I, I really don't know. Um, and there's so many variable variables for this team that um, I don't think it's reasonable to take the unknown and paint it as a negative. I, I just, we do that too often in our business. It, it just means that it's unknown, and we got to wait and see. I think there are a couple of keys. The Billikens are going to shoot it pretty well, and they're going to run and push. Um, can they? Not can they. Will they defend? Will they guard as a team? That will be absolutely critical. And then the other thing to watch, which is going to be interesting because it's because there are huge question marks. We got three bigs, three, and each one of them comes with a great question mark. Probably the most physically gifted is Bradley Ezewiru, who, if he ends up playing, will obviously be called the Big Easy. He is six nine, about two fifty five, who um, has explosive hops for a big guy like that. Right now, he's about the exact size of. Uh, uh, one of my all-time favorites, Carl Malone. This kid is probably more explosive physically, but um, is he going get, to get the waiver from the NCAA to be able to play? Unless something's happened in the last 24 hours, I don't know the answer to that. So that is a gigantic question. Then you take a, you take a look at a young man from the Netherlands, Steph Van Bussel, um, the big Dutchman, 6'10", 255, he absolutely looks the part, but he had a pretty bad break of his tibia, and um, he is just now beginning to work out. They think he'll be full go by the end of the month, but that means the season's right on us. What do we have there with a kid who's experienced in Europe and has the body, but, you know, again, a huge unknown. And then maybe the biggest unknown, but the most intriguing, is the Chinese player Bruce Zhang, Seven seven foot two sixty five, who absolutely looks the part, has ability, has good feet. But guess what? He's a true freshman. What's he going to be able to do? Three uh, three players that are very intriguing. But how will those questions be answered? And I don't know the answer to that. The game of basketball has moved towards a more guard-heavy, positionless game in recent years. You look at the size that's being brought in here, and you look at some of the trends more recently with college basketball. Are we going into a point where maybe having size is going to come back around and be a big benefit? I think if you can get size that can play, you know, so many of the guys, you see the young guys going to the NBA now that are seven feet tall and, and play like guards. Uh I think when you talk about the Billiken specifically, aside from point guard and the big, the other three spots, you got you got guys six three, you guys you got guys six seven, and 
um, you're going to be very deep at the at the uh, the two three four spots for the for the game itself. You'd love to have long, lean players who are very athletic, who are interchangeable. And it's just a matter of being able to find those guys, recruit them, and, and get them to play. But, yeah, the game is becoming more and more positionless. We had a conversation earlier today. What if instead of for 70 years of basketball development, the tall kids, hey, get down on the block and have your back to the basket, why not teach them all the skills too? Can you imagine a truly great athlete like like Wilt Chamberlain with guard mm. skills? It'd have been frightening. Yeah, it would. He, he was an athlete. He was a great athlete. You know, you know he was a, a track and field guy at Kansas. He was a great volleyball player, but he was never taught guard skills. So, you know, um, this new uh, new age of well-rounded players, and it's one of the reasons so many foreign players are coming into the game because they don't. Uh, they teach them all the skills over there. And uh, uh, the positionless game, I think, is good for for the NBA, and it will trickle down to all levels in America. Rammer, last thing for you. It was a really big week for SLU Athletics because of the opening of uh, the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center. And we we use words like transformational all time, all time in sports broadcasting. But you look at this, you look at the way they built it, you look at all the work that went into it from a student athletes being given every opportunity to excel, to recruiting, just all aspects of it. It feels like this center can really lift up the entire athletic department. Yeah, it's it's the next step. You know, um, keeping up with the Joneses is a, a thing we kind of make fun of um, uh, in life. But in college athletics, it's a beast that must continually be fed. And if the minute you stop feeding that beast, the minute you take a deep breath and say, hey, look what we just accomplished, you'll fall behind. And so this is the next great step. It put you ahead of um, – uh, facilities-wise, clearly ahead of virtually every non-football school and ahead of many football schools. You know, the Power Fives with the football money, that's a little bit different animal. But when you're talking about the Big East and the West Coast Conference and the uh, the Atlantic 10 and, and all those schools, this puts, because of Chaffetz Arena itself and the O'Loughlin Center, it puts you ahead of those as far as facilities goes. NIL is the other thing. You have to feed that beast. But if you're pretty close to even in what you can do NIL for a given player, the player's going to go through the checklist, okay? You know, where are we playing? What city are we in? And then the money's close. So what are the facilities like? This gives you an edge over virtually everybody else. He is Bob Ramsey. He and Earl Austin Jr. will be all over your radio with Slew Billikens basketball. They open up their season on Monday, November 6th. Here in just a few weeks, they will play host to Southern Indiana. Rammer, I can't wait to get Billikens basketball right here on KMOX. Thank you, as always, for taking some time with us. Me too. Thank you, Matt. Talk to you soon. All right, very good. There's Bob Ramsey, the voice of the Billikens, and we really appreciate him taking some time. And there's reasons to be very excited about SLU basketball for sure this year. Also, a lot of unknowns, kind of the same narrative that we've had when it comes to the St. Louis Blues. One more break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up our number one of the program. It's Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. 
Back at it here on KMOX. It is indeed a Graybar Sports Open Line. We're keeping you updated on what's going on in the baseball playoffs as we continue on through the evening. They are through seven in Philadelphia, and the Phillies have a commanding 8-2 lead on the Braves. And if the Phillies win this game, they'll be one win away from getting to the NLCS as they try to repeat as National League champions. Uh, yesterday, we had our guy, Kevin McAlpin, from the Braves Radio Network on the program, and we talked a lot about what the Braves would do from a pitching standpoint today. Well, they ended up starting Bryce Elder. That didn't go well. Six runs, two and two-thirds innings. And then they still ended up going to the young guy in A.J. smith Shaver, and uh, he's gone two and two-thirds and he's allowing a run, but used two potential starting pitchers. That being said, uh, the Braves, there's been two off days in this series. They played, a, they played a game, off day, played a game, off day. So uh, from a pitching standpoint, the Braves are fine moving forward between being able to use Spencer Strider and Max Freed. They're set up that if the series does go five games, they could use those two pitchers, four of the five, which I don't love, by the way. Like I'm I'm trying really hard. I'm trying really hard. I the narrative of just talking about playoff format, I I, I think it's the low hanging fruit of sports talk topics. And I'll tell you this, like my process in putting together a show, I I juggle, I kind of straddle the line between you got to play the hits. You got to talk about what people are talking about, but I also think you have to talk about things that are interesting. And sometimes the major topics are not that interesting. And sitting here and complaining and you know what about the playoff format, like you can only do that so long. And at some point in the offseason, maybe we'll spend a little bit more time on that when playoff baseball isn't actually being played. Uh, but I, so all the, I say all that to say this, I don't like the fact that in a five-game series uh, with a couple off days in there, two guys are able to start 80% of the games. That, that just continues to show how different the baseball postseason is compared to the regular season, and it minimizes what you do in the regular season. And you want to relate that back to the Cardinals? Here it is. This is why the Cardinals in recent years, not this past year, but in years before that, this is why the Cardinals have largely been a team that's had a lot of success in the regular season, have qualified for the postseason, but have had a hard time in the uh, in the postseason. There's, there's two forces going on there. One is just luck. The, the baseball postseason is an incredibly random thing where you can be playing good baseball, you can have the right kind of roster put together, and all of a sudden you go into a three-day funk, something that happens multiple times during the six months of the regular season, and the next thing you know, your season's over. And I don't think we should ever discount that. People don't like to talk about that because there's no way to blame anybody for that. When things go wrong, people want to blame people. Well, th- this guy didn't put the right guys on the roster. This right move wasn't made. Well, maybe it was just a maybe they just hit that funk that on June 17th nobody would ever talk about, but it happened on October 10th. Yeah, so th- so that's the one thing. But then the other thing is the Cardinals have largely built their team behind you know, mid-tier starters, like a a, a rotation of a bunch of th- threes kind of. And that's fine for the regular season because the number three starter can give you a chance to win every single night. 
But then you get into the playoffs, and it's why we're seeing what we're seeing right now with the Phillies and the way their starting pitching is lined up, what we've seen, uh, say, with the Rangers, and we'll talk more about the Rangers and connect them to the Cardinals later on in the program. You see all these things, and there is baseball is a sport where your roster can be built for the regular season or your roster can be built for the postseason. And if you build it for the postseason, you just got to make sure that you win enough games in the regular season to give yourself a shot. If you build for the regular season, you might be in trouble once the postseason comes around. 314-436-7900. That's how you call it. That's how you text. One hour done. One more to go. It's Graybar's Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.